So anyways. I don't, yeah, I'm not going to get it. The creature's name is Steve. <laughs> okay, Steve. Kind of like Jaws is named Bruce. Okay. Right, right. Jaws is named Bruce. This Bruce creature is named Steve. All right, Bruce and Steve. Um, Peeps, this is the Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies, share our perspectives as filmmakers, and eat instant ramen and our spoilery spoilers. I'm Tara. Hello, friends and relishes. My name is Matt. <laughs> um, I'm happy to be joining you on this day. Um, I thought that um, I should probably tell you that um, a monster emerges from Seoul's Han River and begins attacking people. Mm-hmm. One victim's loving. I'm gonna do Christopher Walken. I felt like one family's <laughs> loving family <laughs> does what it can to rescue her from its clutches. Uh, that probably wasn't very good, but I tried. That was that was <laughs> that was recognizably Christopher it's, Walken. It's a monster <laughs> in a river. Um, all right, two thousand six Korean film, The Host. Um, I want to kind of be clear. I think there's like a couple. Are there a couple different iterations or remakes of well, this? There's or- not remakes, but there's a recent movie named The Host. Okay. That's right. more about I think it's like about the pandemic and it's like okay. about people online on um like a Zoom type of meeting. Okay. So there is another movie that's recent called The Host. This is not that. Yes, that that's like that's <laughs> this like a is- Okay, I see. I see what you mean. This is the South Korean movie directed by Bong Joon-ho. I'm going to murder a million names tonight, so mm-hmm. be ready for that. Um, <laughs> They're I, all going to die. What, what, was this a Tara pick? Was this a uh, fan listener pick? Where did, where did we get this, this one? This was a Tara pick. It, it, I, I enjoyed it very much. This is the first time I've seen it. It was good. I love this movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So Bong Joon-ho also good. made Parasite. Oh, which just know, came out like what two I, years ago, and I still have not seen that film. Oh, Parasite's great too. Did it win um, Best Picture? It did, right? Did it? Yes, I swear to God, it did. Look it up. Maybe it did. Look it up. Look it up. I think it might have. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't pay enough attention to the Oscars, except that I do know <laughs> that there was a physical altercation well, at this I year's don't really Oscars. Care about that. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about them either because they don't recognize horror. Um, and when a film like Silence usually of the, not, no. And when a film like Silence of the Lambs wins, they call it a thriller. Right. Um, they reclassify or an incredible movie wins best, um, you know, costume or, you know, they, they don't recognize. So un- until they recognize them, then, you know, I'll stick to the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. Thank you very much. So. Uh, I will stick to the SAG awards because there you go. Actors yep. recognizing actors is where it's at. That's right. That's right. Anyway, and I'm moving. sure like the Writers Guild awards and the Directors Guild awards are awesome too. All those. Blah, 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 blah. Remember blah, the MTV, blah, remember the M- remember the MTV movie awards? They had like this. The, the the award was like an astronaut with like an MTV flag or something. You yes, that? I do remember that award. Do, yeah. Do they still have? They still have that? M- no, they don't do that anymore. Do How they? about the Razzies? Those are still around. Oh yes, yes the Razzies. Um, I don't think I was sad because I just saw that. I just saw that Jared Jared Leto got the got a Razzie. A Jared Leto is awesome. He got a worst. Yeah, you don't supporting you don't actor for awards, House though, of right? Gucci. No, you don't. He it's a worst no. supporting actor award. Yeah, he was so good in House of Gucci. Anyways, we are so He's, off topic. I, I love Jared, Jared Leto's money. Um. One of my favorite movies is Requiem for a Dream. 
and he's amazing in that movie and he's like a pretty dope like musician too right i don't know i think yeah third or um what's his band something mars 30 seconds to mars or something like that i don't know i just know he's a great actor yeah he's good um he's he's a chameleon he's really good we should i know it's not necessarily well what happens in the movies is horrible but we should talk about requiem for a dream like one day that's it oh god I don't know if I can stand to watch that again. It was so depressing. Oh, but it's so – yeah, you want to take like a, like five showers afterwards, right? It's so good. Guys, if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it, it's definitely a one and doneer. It's like watch it once. <laughs> one and done. I've seen it like 18 times. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I loved it for once, but every t- after that, like I was like, I can't ever watch this again. It is too like wrenching for me. But I will say, if you think your life sucks, by the end of it – you won't think your life sucks anymore because nope. once you see what happens to these people, you're like, nah, I'm not so bad. Nope. It's, yeah. I mean, it's almost in the realm of horror. Well, what's happening, that that's, that's how real horrible life. everything is. That's real life horror. What happens to yeah. those people. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, definitely. We're here, we're here to talk about the host. So let's keep going. Anyways. <laughs> so Bong Joon-ho directed the host. He also wrote it along with yep. Won Joon-ha and Chul Hyun-baek. Okay, so far so I'm good. I'm sorry, uh, no, I'm I saying think, all these wrong. I think. I, I, I think you're doing you're doing well. Um, just a just a uh, a word to the wise, a warning, if you will. A warning. It is subtitled. Yes. Um, you will not know it when you first start watching it because in the very like first right. scene, that's right. They speak English, and you will be like, "Oh, it's in English," and then after that scene, it is not in English anymore. Not so. so much. No. no. <laughs> That's so right. just be aware. You don't can't be, be like don't be you can't lazy. be like messing on your phone or as I would knitting while you're watching this movie. You need to look at the screen. You need to pay attention and know, you know, I don't want to hear anybody complain about they don't watch movies with subtitles, so deal with it. Oh no, subbed over dubbed all the way. Yeah, go for it. That's an old anime um argument. I used to back in my anime days, uh, we used to argue is subbed or dubbed better and subbed all the way, all the way subtitles. Okay. You want to hear the original voices. Um, yeah, yeah. That's so nerdy. I know, but no, I, I, but I agree with that. That's yeah. 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 You want to hear the original actors like doing their thing. So, so it's like listening to a, um, like a like a like a live event that's maybe translated from a language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still want. I don't understand the language of the person maybe that's speaking in their native language, but I want to hear a little bit of their background audio with the translation. I want to hear that. Right. I want to hear their emotion. I right, want to hear right. their like their their tone, their feelings. You can get a lot from that. Well, we, we, um, we I think that- even in languages like. Where we don't always use the same kind of tonality, yes. you can still get a lot from that. I think. Yeah, we we do a lot of where I work. We do a lot of language translation for live events, um, for, for our productions, and I like to hear the the actual person speaking a little bit too. Wait, so. What, Matt? This isn't your full time job. Well, it will be. It, it will be when we get enough people someday. To support us. Yeah. Someday, six listeners, please. Are our, our six or are we up to seven now? Our seven <laughs> listeners. It might be. It might be. Please tell your friends so we can do this yes. full time. Please. Um. So, anyways, it does open with um in English with two men in a morgue. Now, the old oh. white guy. You know that who that is? Well, okay. No, you know what? You oh, won't. Oh no, I forget. Tell me. <laughs> you won't because you're a hater. But to everyone else besides Tara, who actually likes The Walking Dead, like me. Um, that is Herschel. That that's Herschel, the uh, the the dad who runs the farm 
from se- the early seasons of, oh, of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. No, I have no idea who that is. Yep. Yep. So anyway. Sorry, friends. I am not a Walking Dead fan. We only have a few handful of episodes left. Like ever? Yeah. This is it. Oh, that's a shame. Well, no, no. <laughs> what's a shame is that you don't watch it. That's what's a shame. That's a that's a crying shame that it's ending. Oh, mm, a horror too fan, bad. a horror fan who doesn't watch The Walking Dead because wow. it's not a horror. It's it's a it's a it's a soap opera, zombie soap opera. It's a soap opera that just happens to have zombies in it's it. So good. Like it is not actually a horror show. Pretty At damn least good. not the first four episodes. Pretty good, though. Maybe someday I'll try it again, but mm-hmm. I couldn't make it past first episode. Hey, the first not, four episodes the first time. It's not for everybody. It's all good. <sighs> I also couldn't do um, We're All Dead Here. Or I've never heard we're, of that. We're All Dead. It's, I, I think it's a is. Korean TV show. It was – there was one scene that was a little too much for me in the first episode and I, <laughs> I was like, I can't. handle this. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like horror. It was just – it was cruel and I was like, I mm, can't. Okay. Ugh, I can't do this. Okay, sure. um, so, not for everybody. Anyways. <laughs> Continue. Anyways, we're here to talk about the host. Let's. And and unlike usually when we when we go off topic and don't talk about the movie, it is not because this movie is not good. It's, no, it's just great. today because we're both straying from from gonna, the path a lot. I'm going to just shut um, my mouth and let's continue. So two men are in a morgue and the American uh, tells the Korean man to pour the formaldehyde that's gone bad down the sink. Great idea. Um, and the Korean man, Mr. Kim, he objects because it'll all go into the Han River, but the American orders him to. So then we next thing we see is Mr. Kim pouring bottles down the sink. And it's not like, like it's not 150 like three or four bottles. bottles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's hundreds of bottles. It's like hundreds, hundreds of bottles. It's like this tracking of, shot. Of bad like formaldehyde glides. that he's oh just God. pouring straight down the sink. Like, um, now, a terrible idea. Now, as much as we say we laugh and we say this is a terrible idea, this actually happened in 2000 at a it U.S. military happens, facility. It probably happens all the time in places. I mean, it, it happened in Seoul, um, and a That's U.S. Got the idea uh, a U.S. Okay. civilian employee from the military. He his name was Mr. McFarland. Oh boy! And he was told to to dispose of the formaldehyde by dumping it into the sewer system that led to the Han River, which is where it goes in the movie. There you go. And his subordinate, who was from South Korea, said no. Right. And the government tried to prosecute him, but the U.S. military wouldn't hand him over. So a South (laughs) Korean judge just found him guilty in absentia. And like the public was really mad about the whole thing, like the South Korean public. They were really mad about the whole thing. And then five years later, um, Mr. McFarlane finally went to court for real. And Mm. he was found guilty, but he never served his prison sentence. Okay. Hey. So this actually happened. As far as we know, there was no monster created by it. Damn. But it did happen. Okay. Crazy. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, So the next thing we see is two men fishing in the Han River, and they find a little small mutated animal in the water. And I love it. The guy gets it in his cup, and they're, like, looking at it. And then he drops – it moves, and he drops the cup. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh. I thought I had lost that cup. <laughs> I think his kid gave his it to kid, him or yeah, something like that. Kids yeah. gave it to him or something. Yeah, and he was like, oh, thank goodness. And then the next thing we see is two men running out onto the this bridge over the Han River 
where Mr. Yoon is about to jump yep. and they're yelling for him to stop and he jumps. So we see Mr. Yoon, who will come back later, um, commit suicide off the bridge, which apparently happens a I'm lot. I'm not really sure um, that on I, the Han River. The only issue I had with that is when it shows him falling, it doesn't seem like it's that far. And quite frankly, I feel like if he would have hit that distance, he wouldn't have died. But you know what? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. It's, I don't it's, know. It's, You're it's, right. It's, it's not like hugely high. This wasn't like the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, but, this was, but, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. But apparently people do commit suicide on the bridges of the Han River mm. all the time. So okay. apparently it is actually possible. Okay. I'm just on saying. some of the Whatever. bridges, at least. Sure. Um, Which is really sad, but that is yeah. that is an unfortunate fact of life that that happens. Yep. Um, so then we get the title, The Host in korean yeah and um we come to our main character park gangdo um he's lying asleep at the counter of his mm -hmm. food truck yep or i don't know if it's a truck or like a little shack it's a little shack i think it's like a little shack yeah, yeah. i keep calling it truck but it's a little shack it's almost like a um, food kiosk in a way <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's a little it's a little shack on like the quote-unquote beach like there's not really sand but there's like a little mm -hmm. park area at the edge of the of the han river mm -hmm. yep. and so he has his little food shack and um a little boy tries to steal something but an older boy stops him and then um park hye bong who is gangju's father shows up and makes the sale for him and then gangju wakes up and uh, so then Gangdu is cooking on a barbecue outside. He's cooking squid. Yeah. And he's just like munching on one of the legs. <laughs> yeah. And then he just leaves the leaves the squid alone on the barbecue and runs to see his daughter, Park Hyun-seo. 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 Something like that. Um, she's coming back from school. And so he just leaves the stuff there and his father like has to take it over. And um, she's complaining about like how old her phone is and it's got, it's crappy and doesn't work very well. And, and they, um, they go inside the shack. Um, and then Gangdu shows Hyun So his savings that he's got in change in like, yeah. and she's like, dimes <laughs> yeah, she, and quarters yeah and she's like, she's like, what is that? And you know, whatever we would, whatever they would call it. She's like, what is that? It's all, it's all nickels. And he's like, there's some quarters in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then on TV, they see news about Mr. Yoon's body being found in the river. Um, and then the archery competition comes on that there's that um, Gangdu's sister, yep. Namju, is competing in. And um, Ye Bong asks Gangdu if he ate one of the legs off of the squid because there's a customer complaining that their squid only had nine legs mm -hmm. and it should have ten. And he denies it, but he's like, I think he's like actually like pulls it out and starts chewing on it like immediately after he says he didn't do it. Right. So he takes um, he takes food. Gangju takes food to one of the mats on the shore where people are like sitting, like having a little picnic. Um, and they're all looking at this dark mask that's dangling off of the bottom of the bridge by near them over the river. And this this uh, mass, which we will l shortly see as the creature, um, Bong Joon-ho, the director and the designer, uh, nicknamed it Steve Buscemi. Wow. <laughs> Based on the actor's screen personality and oh, the way okay. he was in Fargo. 
I love Fargo. It's one of my favorite movies. So, yeah, Fargo is a great movie, but I don't know where they named that. So, anyways. I don't – yeah, I'm not going to get it. The creature's name is Steve. <laughs> okay, Steve. Kind of like Jaws is named Bruce. Okay. Right, right. Jaws is named Bruce. This Bruce creature is named Steve. All right, Bruce and Steve. Um, so this this mass that they're seeing dangling from the thing drops off the bridge and into the water, and people are like taking photos and videos, and um, you should be running for your life. If I saw that dang, thing, oh. I would be in my car and I'd be out of the state within half an hour. Uh, it's I would it's be yeah, just gone. it's not cool. And Gangdu like throws the soda in. Oh, people and just it, start throwing trash. It grabs it, and so people just start throwing stuff in to see if it'll eat it, but yeah. it's it seems to be gone. And then typical. they see it running along the riverbank towards them. Yeah, and all of a sudden, oh, wow, we're in trouble. And it's huge. <laughs> yes. And the crowd just panics. And it's gross. And this is like, this is the Beast's first appearance, right? And and yeah. it's five minutes into the movie, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, how rare is that for a monster right, movie? Right, And And, um... In the middle of the day. It's not like dark outside. It's like the middle of the day, right? Yeah, it's the middle of the day. We see it fully. Right. And Bong Joon-ho said that, like, he wanted it to be that way. Like, he didn't want to do the normal, like, we're not going to show it to you until the bitter end kind of thing. Right. Like, he he, because he wanted it to be there so that he could (laughs) tell the story of this family and how they're affected by it rather than it being about the monster. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was an interesting choice that he made. Um, and I think it worked really well. That thing is pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah. So when it's running along the riverbank, its tail slaps a guy into the river. And there is a Wilhelm scream. Oh, is which there in that? we okay. talked about, remember, in, <laughs> yeah, our, course, our, um, in our episode on audio. Of course. So for those who don't remember, the Wilhelm scream was a scream that was recorded, I don't know, in the 40s or something, I think we said. And, yeah, it's a very um, long time ago. Yeah, a very long time ago. And it's used now. It's like, it's like kind of like an Easter egg for people to use it in their movies when they're screaming. I don't think I um, noticed it, but okay, to good. use this one recording, I didn't notice it either. I found huh. this. Okay, I found this on IMDb. I did not notice it myself. I see. Um, it was it was well hidden. Yeah, yeah. So Gangdu runs away, and um, then he sees some people get stuck in a large trailer, and the the monster gets inside the trailer with them. You're watching it, and you're thinking. Don't go in there because that's probably the worst oh, idea. God. And they all go in there. And they all go in there. And the <laughs> and one the lady like doesn't make out. it in. Oh man. The one lady doesn't make it in and then she's lucky because yes. she didn't make it in. Yes. Oh So my it gets God. in there and yeah, blood is oozing out like and oh. the, there's a That's an exciting They all like, go in one side and there's doors on the other side. Right. And so Gangdu and this American are like trying to open the back door. So they get yeah. the back doors open so that the people who are still alive at least can get out. Mm-hmm. And the American guy, it's like some young, young military. Right. He's all gung-ho clean cut and, guy. Right. He's very gung ho. Yeah. Right. He keeps saying, you keep hearing him say like, I have to go help. And, and his, his, um, I'm just assuming his Korean, I'm assuming girlfriend is like, no, come yeah, with yeah. me. And he's like, no, I have to go help. I have to help. Um, yeah, it's, they, they poke a little fun at Americans here. I don't think in a, I don't think in a mean, angry way, but they definitely poke a little fun at us, yeah, which, right. which is pretty, it's okay. is kind of enjoyable for me, at least I think it's funny. It's funny, yeah. Um, so the American kid, um, kid guy 
throws a stone at the monster. And then they pick up this large sign that's got like concrete all around the bottom it's like a of parking. The... It's like a parking sign. It's, it's, it's like a no parking sign anchored, yeah. in con- anchored in concrete, right? It's anchored in concrete. Yeah. And so they throw that at the thing and it turns around and like starts to eat the American. Right. Which is, guy. I mean, which is a terrible idea, obviously, but you know, whatever it's, I mean, it's going to eat whoever it's going to eat. Right. Yeah. So it turns around, starts eating the American and gang grabs the sign and like slams it down on the thing's tail. Right. Um, and then we see on TV, Namju, um, is still competing. She holds her shot too long. And the announcers say now she can't get higher than a bronze. Yep. So Hansio, um, leaves the truck, leaves the shack. Excuse me. I keep saying truck, but it's a shack. <laughs> Hyunseo leaves the shack and Gangdu sees her and grabs her hand and he pulls her along, running away from the monster. But he trips and then suddenly looks back and he's holding some other girl's hand mm-hmm. and he can't find Hyunseo. Um, and he turns just in time to see the monster grab her and dive into the water. Yep. So he wraps jumps in. Wraps its tail he, around her, right? <laughs> yeah, it wraps its tail around her and it right. like dives into the water and she's like, like, like just laying there limp she's just like yeah but she's limp yeah like she is she doesn't appear to be awake right um and so he jumps in and he tries to swim after her but he can't make it like the thing's gone um oh and here's another little tidbit Mm -hmm. uh to make the splash effects when the monster would dive into the water they used metal barrels Mm, okay i guess they just threw them in the water to make the splash yeah yeah Mm-hmm. It's always simple. Um, yeah. So, uh, so then we see Gangju sitting in the truck with his change bucket, and we hear someone announcing over like a loudspeaker that he needs to evacuate. That people need to evacuate the area. So barricades are set up around the area down by the river there, and the military is there. And then we see a ton of displaced people. They're all in a large gymnasium. Yeah. Namju shows up with her bronze medal. Yep. And they say, oh, your auntie is here with a bronze medal for you. <laughs> and they're they're crying over over um Hyunsu's, um they're crying over her photo. And there's like a wall of people who are lost their monster. Yeah, and right. and Gangju's brother, Park um Nam Il, shows up and starts crying too. And they're this like they're in this like huddle, just like wailing in the middle of the gym. And I don't know if you noticed this because I don't think I did the first time I saw it, but there's photographers like all over, like yeah. running around taking photos of them crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're such vultures. It's great. That's what they do. Um, it's it's what you do. And then they start fighting because Namil blames Gangdu for it happening. So then they're like dogpiling on each other, fighting. You know what it reminded it reminds me of the funeral for little gauge in pet cemetery when the dad and the father-in-law start fighting at the funeral it almost because like it's a somber thing like they're mourning these people that died it just kind of reminds me of i don't know i guess because i don't know yeah maybe i can't think of another movie where there's like a fight that happens at a funeral or something so yeah i I just thought of that i think i think this is the moment where if you didn't already know that this movie was going to have some humor to it now you know Mm mm-hmm like yeah. because that is a funny I, I, scene. I mean, I love a scary, scary movie, but you know, something you can throw in some comedy in there is always a good thing, right? So, yeah, and apparently, um, uh, Bong Joon Ho said he didn't. 
he doesn't like write to comedy, but just the way he writes things just happen to sort of come out yeah. kind of funny. Like it's good. It's okay. It works. Um, so then they're talking about Hyunseo's mom and wondering if she even knows that Hyunseo is dead. So this right. is just a little bit of a uh what's the word? Um story for us, just a, a little bit of background for us. Um so they're saying, Oh, does she even know Hyunseo's dead? You know. Well, she's probably not. She ran off right after giving birth to her. So, mm-hmm. you know, she probably doesn't even know. Um, and then a man in a hazmat suit comes in and he announces that anyone who is at the scene or came in contact with those at the scene should raise their hands. And, uh, you know, Gung Du is one of the people who raises his hands. And then he admits that, you know, he didn't touch well, it, the but creature... he got the blood on him. Yeah. 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 Did you touch it? I didn't touch it, but some of its blood got sprayed on me. And they're like, they're like, lockdown. Get him. Yeah. 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 They're like, get him now. I mean, you, you can't blame him. Like, that's what you have to do, right? Yeah. Sure. They're like freaking out. So yeah. they grab him. And then we see, we hear the news um, because people are like, well, why do you need to know? And the, they let the news tell, and they hear the news say that a U.S. soldier who fought the beast, um, which I think is the American who we. Mm-hmm, who we yeah. saw fighting with Gangdu, um, fighting the beast with Gangdu. Um, they say that this American soldier lost an arm and now he has this strange, deadly virus. Mm-hmm, yep. And they're sending in special forces to hunt the monster that are like specially trained for biohazard stuff. Specially trained monster hunters. Yes. <laughs> so now the family's in a hospital with a bunch of other people and Gangdu is complaining that his back itches. And then a doctor comes to tell Gangdu not to eat because he has to get a bunch of tests tomorrow. Right. But that night he's sneaking food. Mm-hmm, of course. I don't know what that was that he was eating, like little baby oh, squids or something. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what that was. Calamari, but like Could cold be. calamari in water or something. I don't know, man. It was like, it made me think of like, people eating sardines mm, okay the way they're packaged yeah, except yeah, yeah. that it was like except that it looked like it was like a little snail or a little squiddy thing or something yeah, i don't know i don't know what it was um so he's up late at night sneaking food and he gets a call and it's hyunsu and she doesn't have much reception but she tells him she's in a big sewer and it's really deep mm-hmm so then we see two men in hazmat suits i love this part they um they uh, drive by the river and one of them gets out of the car because he finds a dollar. <laughs> he yes. sees a dollar in the sewer. And so he I stops. Would, you know what? I find money like every couple months outside. I swear. I, 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 I found a $50 bill like three months ago outside. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. If I see money, I'm probably stopping too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember once it was like when I was in college, I stopped. There was money in a doorway and all my friends stepped right over it and i reached down and picked it up and it was a 20 and they yes. and then they were all like oh man i stepped over it because i thought it was just a one and i was like that's why even you don't was, leave even it if, even if it was a dollar you got you got to go for it. you can buy something yeah. with a dollar come on I'm now. like that's why you don't leave it there Jeez. pick it up always man um, so yeah, so one of them gets out of the car to like get a dollar out of the sewer hey, and hey. the monster grabs him and takes it to his lair and it drops him into this big 
deep sewer with and then you're, Kensu. You're like, okay, yeah, he's not like killing all these people. He's like dropping them off somewhere. He's well, like, yeah. so, I mean, some of them are dead. Like, some, some there are, are there are yes. a few dead people in there with right. her, and few. this guy appears to be dead. But he's just, but he's yeah, he's whether they're dead or alive, he's dumping the bodies in this one place, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he's like saving them for later when he's not hungry or something. Right. Like, Snacks. I'm not hungry right now, so I'll just stock up. I need this for later at midnight. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. When I get <laughs> when I get a little like when I get a little munchy, That's then right. I'll come back to my little sewer room and grab someone. Gross. So, um, Hyunseo comes out from where she was hiding in a tunnel in like the wall. So it's like a wall. It's a tunnel in the wall, not like in the floor. It's just up the wall a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so she was hiding in there and she comes out to try to help the guy that got dropped in, but he's dead. Yeah. Um, and now we're back with Gangdu, who tries to tell an official at the hospital that Hyunseo isn't dead, but the official doesn't believe him. Gangdu is like trying to demonstrate how she was eating, like with his phone. Like he's like the phone. He's yeah. trying to make it like the phone is her, right. and I'm the monster. And he like puts her the phone in his mouth. Yeah. He's like, and I ate her, <laughs> but he's not dead. <laughs> and he like drops it in the trash can, and they're and all they're like, like, "This guy's crazy." Right? Whatever, dude. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're like, "This guy's just nuts." Like we don't know what he's even trying to talk about or say to us. So the family makes a break for it. But they get made. Um, but they manage to get into an elevator and they change into their regular clothes while they're like riding the elevator because they had been in hospital gowns. And they jump into this van and just go. And the yep. men who pick them up in the van quote, quote, um, the dad, this uh, Ye Bong, this who's, I guess, really the granddad because Gangdu is the dad of Hyun Seo. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so, so they quote um, Ye Bong a really large fee and like the whole family looks all astounded and then basically it's clear they don't have the money so they're just like we'll just take uh your credit card and they just take his whole wallet yeah but they give them a beat up fumigation truck yep a few crappy rifles mm -hmm. two hazmat suits that don't match the hazmat suits that all the other people are wearing <laughs> right and a map of the sewers all right <laughs> So, so they've helped them escape and they're, and they're, I don't know how Che Bong got them to help them escape, but he managed to arrange it and, yeah. and they now have all this stuff. And they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the family drives into the containment area and they get stopped and this, the man suspects that it's Gung Du in the passenger seat, mm -hmm. but Che Bong drive, uh, bribes him with Gung Du's change stash and they continue on. And apparently, this is a thing in South Korea. Um, for someone in Hebong's like generation of his age, it actually would be pretty typical to like try and bribe somebody. Like that's kind of the way the world worked in their generation. Okay. Um, which doesn't surprise me too much because when I went to China many years ago, they were doing that. Like mm. our we were with a tour guide, and she was like paying people off like she was like buying scalped tickets That's to awesome. the to the great wall and stuff <laughs> like That's awesome. like whenever we went to an event like instead of buying the tickets officially she would like Just we bribes. like literally once pulled off on the side of the road in the big van and met another van on the side of the highway right 
And she went and gave them money and they gave her the tickets for the next place we were going. And, and it's funny because it's just, you know, part of everyday life probably for them. And you're looking at it as American. Like, what, what are these people doing? Like, what's going on here? Right. Yeah. Like, we were right. like, this is shady. And <laughs> for them, it was just like, this is the way normal. we do things. Yeah, that's like, the way we do. Exactly. For us, it's weird. But yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's so interesting to see that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's just a very different, like, way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get out of the they get out to the water and into the sewer system and they're walking through the tunnels and they're calling for Hyunsu. And it's gross um, in there and it's, blech, it's so nasty. And, and those gross locations are mostly real locations that yeah, are under the Wanhyo bridge. I don't know that. I mean, you know what? It's cool to be authentic and shoot in there, I suppose. Um, so that's, 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 that's pretty cool. They did that. Yeah. So the only yeah. set that they built for those underground locations was, the creature shelter, the like the okay. the deep room that sleeping. it puts yep. the people in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and where it's later sleeping. So as they drive to the next session of the sewer, Gangdu is running behind the truck in the fumigation. Yes. And they're, and they're like, like, what is the, he doing? Yeah. Yeah. The grandfather's like, the brother and sister are like, what the hell is he doing? And the grandfather's like, he's trying to get rid of the virus right. so he won't pass it he on to Hyun You know, this, this will probably take care of it, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Namil doesn't even believe there is a virus. Right. Like, he's like, whatever. So they wander through more sewers and then they see movement in the dark and they fire in the dark, into the dark. But then they realize they're just seeing the movement of water. Always a good idea to shoot at something, right? <laughs> But behind a low wall that they're, like, walking past, there's a teenage boy with a little kid on his back. Mm-hmm. And he's making his way in the other direction. And, and he says, I love this line. He says, did you pee? And the little boy says, a little because of the shooting. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> and so the two of them get to the Han River. Um, they get out of the sewer into the Han River. And they steal food from the far- Park family's um, shack from their mm-hmm. little convenience store shack. Yeah. But the teenager won't let the boy steal any money, only food. Um, and this is something called, I think the, te- I think the teenager actually says it's called Sayori. Yeah. Um, which is not something that we really understand in Western society, but it's this culture in Korea where young kids will steal food and it's usually like melons, mm-hmm. some sort of melon. Um, and it's not like considered to be criminal. It's just mischievous. Mm, yes. Mischievous, and if they're mischievous. caught, they won't be arrested. They won't be turned in. They just get scolded. They get no-node. How about that? Um, now, nowadays, so, nowadays, a six-year-old kid still something cop's going to throw cuffs on him. How about that? Right? So I thought that was interesting, too, that it's this little like sort of like, oh, they're just going to try and steal the melon. So mm-hmm. naughty, naughty children. Right. Slap on the wrist for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So outside, they get outside and they spot the monster and they run. And then the family gets back to the truck, the Park family, and they're eating instant instant ramen. And then suddenly we see Hyun Seo with them. And they're all like feeding her an egg, ramen, like different things. But really, she's in the sewer catching rainwater to drink out of her hand. And I thought this scene was really weird. Okay. That we like see her with them when they're eating. Yeah. It's a little out of place and odd, but the director said he really thought it was important to give the whole family, including the daughter, like one last like quiet moment together. Okay. So that's why he included her in the scene of them eating in the shack. Okay. All right. 
like he wanted to get one last moment with the whole family together. Okay. So I can see that, but definitely like, I remember when I saw it the first time, I'm like, what, why was she there? And then not what? Like he wants to follow through with his intention, but it may have been confusing to audience. I guess maybe something like that. It was a little bit confusing to me when I first saw it. Um, Seeing like seeing this, where I saw that this is what his intent was, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Right, but like right. at first I was a little like, why did that happen? The context isn't always there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and and again, it may be, it may be a Western thing that I'm not getting something that to a Korean audience would be like, oh yeah, of course. Like they're all, they're all feeling like she's there and right. it would like just make perfect sense to them. So maybe the first time I saw it, I just didn't get it mm-hmm. because I didn't have the same context. Um, it's, 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 that's interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was neat. Um, so she's trying to drink, catch water, rainwater and drink out of her hand. And the monster comes and she pretends to be dead and it Probably lowers the idea. teenager. Hmm? Probably a good idea. That's what I would have oh, done. Yeah. That's what I would have done yeah, too. Def- definitely a good idea. Either yeah. pretend to be dead or hide in the, hide in the, t- uh, yes. tunnel. That's, yes. those are your two options. Yeah. So it lowers the teenager and the little boy into the sewer, and she tries to wake the teenager up, but she can't. Um, the monster comes back, and she holds the little boy to keep him quiet until it's gone. And then she checks on the teenager. The teenager's dead. So it's just Hyunseo and the little boy now. Mm-hmm. Um, who I I know the little boy. We find out his name later, but I can't. Yeah, I, I, I didn't remember. write it down. I, I can't remember, remember what it is. I just keep calling him the little boy. Little boy, that works. So the rest of the family gets ready to go out again, but Gangdu is asleep. And Nemil and Namju want to leave him behind because they think he's like, he's worthless and he's just, you know, he's no help. But He Bong tells them about this story about um, Gangdu as a kid. He's a little boy, right? And this whole thing about like how he was really smart. People used to ask him for directions on the street. That's how smart he looked. Yeah. And, um, and basically that he, you know, he was like, I was drinking a lot and like he was deprived of protein. He was never around. And his, yeah. yeah, I wasn't around and he was deprived of protein. So ever since then, sometimes he just falls asleep. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And so he's, you know, so, and I love it. Like it cuts to Namil and Namju and they're both like falling asleep from the story. Yes. Yes. And then basically he just is like, just don't be mean to Gangdu. Like he can't help it. Don't right. be mean to him. He's just whatever. Yeah. Like he's like, just leave him alone. And so Gangdu waves up like as he's saying this and says, it's watching. It's watching us. And then and the, they, this, well, I don't understand. Why would you then get out your gun and shoot that thing? Yeah. Which, I, why would, I mean, whatever. Yeah. So they look through the crack in the door. They see the monster sitting outside and He Bong, the grandfather, Grabs the rifle and shoots at it. And what did you think and, was going to happen to you? And what happens? <laughs> he it rushes the, whole, the truck. I mean, the, the, the shack. And it tips the shack over. over. I mean, I know it's a movie. It's predictable. The audience knows it's going to happen, whatever. But it's yeah. like, come on, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> but then it sticks its face through the like front window, like where the counter is. Yep. And he fires on it again. And this Ooh. time it falls over in the grass. Yep. Yep. Um, and here's a little another tidbit. A, a little another, another little another tidbit. Another little tidbit. <laughs> um, I don't know. I might start saying, here's a little another tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so Bong Joon-ho was pressured to have less full-on shots of the creature's face and do more in profile because that was cheaper. Okay. 
Um, and then also he had planned, he had to like get rid of some of the shots that he planned. He had like 180 shots when he wow. was doing his storyboard okay. and he had to cut it down to like 120. Mm. So this was like, this creature was very expensive. Yeah. They usually and are. it was, it was too much for their budget, what yeah. he wanted to do. Okay. I'm not, I'm not surprised. So they get out of the truck and the monster's laying there and Nam-il shoots it and it gets up and runs away and they follow and fire at it until it's gone. And then as the monster comes back, K-Bong tells his kid to get to the truck, uh, the shack. See, I keep saying truck. To get to the shack and he'll take Gangju's rifle because Gangju said it had one shot left. Yeah. And he'll shoot the creature. Yep, yep. And meanwhile, Namju, she like tries to take it down with archery, but Namil grabs grabs her and drags her her away. Yeah, I was like, all right. Yeah, he drags her away to the shack. So Hebong shoots at the monster point blank. Yep. But the rifle just clicks. Yep. So no shot so, left, buddy. And then he, he knows he's done at that point. He's like, All Yeah, right. he knows he's done. He waves and and Gangdu knows going. too. Gangdu like sees it and realizes, like, oh shit, I miscounted. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And the monster kills Hebong and leaves. And and it's it's Gangdu's fault. Like Gangdu knows it. He's like, yeah. I did this because mm-hmm. I thought I had one shot left. So the soldiers are coming and they have to run. Um, but Gangdu goes back to like, he's like try, looking at his dad and the soldiers get him. Um, and then we see the news again and they tell us that the soldier who had the virus has died and that two of the three remaining infected family members, which they're talking about the Park family, mm-hmm. are still on the loose. Yep. So, so, um, he, he Bong has died. They've got Gangdu, but Namil and Namju are still on the loose. Um, so the U.S. is going to use Agent Yellow to kill the virus. And huh. on the Agent street, Yellow. like... We don't want that Agent Orange crap. We're using all, only Agent, Agent Yellow. Yellow. Agent Yellow to kill oh, the virus. Lord. Yeah, it's kind um, of funny. And I love this. On the street, there's like all those people in masks watching a large display with yeah. the news on it. Yeah. And it says, Mr. Park is showing signs that look like the common cold. And this man is like... <clears throat> and everyone just sidles yeah. away from him you're just like watching this like it, it's just gross right yeah and then it gets even better because he's he lifts his mask and hawks and, a loogie into and the, the gutter car drives by and splashes everything <laughs> back up by, at him yeah. and everybody gets splashed and yep. they're all like yep. it's just like it's watching. just so it's so smartly done watching it happen yeah i know right yeah it's it's so smart it's so well done mm-hmm. um so then we see Nam Il is walking down the street at night and he hears a police siren. So he hides in the shadows in an alley and his old friend who used to be a, um, used to be a, uh, an activist with him shows up and steals a jacket from a dry cleaners for him. And then he sneaks Nam Il into a telecon firm that he works at, that the, the friend works at mm-hmm. so they can find Hyun Seo from her earlier cell phone call. Mm-hmm. While Namil is looking at the computer, his friend goes into another room and there's a bunch of men hiding there. It's like 10 dudes. <laughs> and he's turning Namil in for yep. the bounty. Yep. So they come out and Namil, I love this. He uses a paper we, clip. We had seen these posters throughout the movie, like, but yeah. the, the family did not know this, though. They didn't know they were like wanted, right? I don't. <laughs> 
I don't know if they knew until now. Yeah, right. That's what I meant. Yeah. I think, in fact, no, right before, right before this, when he's in the alley, he sees the sign. Yeah. Namiel sees the sign. So he knows before he goes into the telecon building, but, but yeah, I don't know that he knows before that. Mm -hmm. Um, so Namiel takes a paperclip and sticks it on the plug. Right in the And then puts it in the outlet and it shorts all the lights (laughs) out. So now it's dark. So he runs. It's a good idea. But he gets hurt while he's escaping. Um, And so he he jumps over, I guess, like an overpass and lands underneath it. And um, and he's hurt. And he tries calling Namju, but there's no answer. So he just texts her and says, One Hill Bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's where he found out that Hyun Seo is. Namju is still out searching, so when she gets back to the shack and she charges her phone, she gets the text, and she runs all the way to the bridge. And when she gets there, she calls Gangju to tell him, uh, but then the monster comes out of nowhere, and she aims her bow and arrow at it, but much like in her in her bronze medal winning mishap, mishap <laughs> she doesn't pull yep. quick enough. Yep, yep. And it knocks the monster knocks the bow and arrow out of her hand, and, and she goes over the wall and into I, this narrow part of the sewer where it can't reach her. And I thought she would probably be dead because he she smacked the crap out of her and she took a spill, man. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't die. No, she doesn't die. She just gets knocked into this little like narrow part of the sewer, um, and then Gangdu is you know in the hospital again, and he tries to get the doctors to let him leave. He tries to run for it. But they tackle him and they anesthetize him. And it doesn't work. Yeah. Right? So they're like, why is he like that? Like, he's like, he's like sitting there and they're like, why is he like that? And they're like, well, just take the tissue samples anyway. Yeah. So they stick this giant oh, right needle in his neck. His, man, that was ooh, that Big, was huge biopsy needle. Yeah. And he just, ooh. he's just screaming. Uh, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, that'd be terrible. Oh, yeah, I totally would. Ooh. And then an American doctor shows up and makes them stop. And I love this scene, too. He asks Gangdu, like, is your daughter really still alive? And he's asking, like, through a translator. And he doesn't understand. Yeah, he's like, well, right. then he's like, well, then why didn't you tell the police or like or or the military? Or, you know, mm-hmm. you could have contacted a human rights organization. And Gangdu's just like, nobody listens to me. Yeah, no one cares. And he starts crying. And the American doctor turns to the translator, who I guess is a doctor, too. And is like, well, the virus has clearly entered his brain. Right. And he says... This man's brain is our last hope. The <laughs> virus must be in here. Right. And then the Korean doctor, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he basically, he's like, he's like, oh, you don't know? And he's like, okay. So nobody knows this, but. Wink, wink. The soldier who died of the virus had an autopsy done and no virus was found. <sighs> It's and all no conspiracy. traces were found. Yeah, and no traces were found in any of the patients quarantine. Yeah, it's all and Gangdu, what he can understand, although he doesn't speak English, is no virus. Mm, yeah, and he looked, yeah, he 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 got that part. He's like he's like no virus? Yeah. No virus? But they he can't get away and next thing we know, he's getting his head screwed into this contraption to keep it still it and they're getting ready to drill into his skull. Reminds me of that scene in um uh casino when uh, they put the guy's head in the vice and the- <laughs> that's what it kind of oh. reminded me of. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I was just thinking about, about, um, what's it where they used to stick the, 
the pike in, in into your eye socket. Yeah, that's painful. to lobotomize you. <laughs> that's not. That's not anything. That's that's not very pleasant. Yeah, no. But that's no. what I was thinking about. Sure. Um. So back in the sewer, Huncio and the boy are the little boy are talking, and she's tying together clothes, and she puts a stick on the end and throws the stick up onto the grate. <laughs> And they can't reach it because it's too high. But then the monster's coming, so they have to go hide in the tunnel. And it leans over the edge and pukes out. Oh, dude, that was so a nasty. bunch of bones and <laughs> then a bunch. can of beer. Like, like a hundred, not a hundred, like fifty bodies. It's so gross. All yeah, these bones. it's like just bleh, yeah, and it just nasty. all these bones. It's like an owl or something where they like oh, digest everything, and yes. then the bones just they they just go. Bleh, and That's hack so up the gross. bones. That was so nasty. So then it eats one of the dead people. Yes. Um, and then meanwhile, Gangdu is getting a head bandage removed from his head and blood drawn. And he just sits like a vegetable until finally she, the nurse is drawing the blood. And he grabs the nurse and grabs the needle from her and he threatens her with it like he's going to like inject her with his virus-laden like, ter- blood. Terminator 2. Remember? When yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. That's what it reminds me like, of. But like he knows Bleach. that he doesn't have a virus. Right. They don't know that. But nobody else knows that. So right. he's like threatening her with this and needle it, and he's like and threatening everybody else with it. Yeah. He's and he makes off. them open the doors and he gets out. And it, it's the hospital he's in actually turns out to be like a big old like set up, like tent set up in yeah, the containment it's not zone. Really, right. It's not like, yeah. It's not like a building building. Right. right. Um, so he gets away. And then. Nam Il, meanwhile, wakes up underneath the overpass, and there's a homeless man there, and he asks him where Wonhyo Bridge is, and the man <laughs> won't tell him at first, but then he's like, ah, I'm bored anyway. So he helps him make Molotov cocktails while they take a taxi to One Hill Bridge well, together. After he busts a bottle, he breaks a beer bottle over his head, right? Remember? Oh, right. Because he wants, he's like, can I have these bottles? And he's like, crack, cracks him over the head. And then he's like, whatever, I'm bored anyway. Let's go. Dude, I think I might be out if you busted a bottle over my head, but he just keeps going. I'm in I'm... Nope, he just keeps going. Man. So they they ride to, he rides to One Hill Bridge uh with the with the homeless man yep. and they're making all tough cocktails in the back seat. I don't know what this taxi driver must think is going on. Uh but didn't he say he's paying him like quadruple or something like that? He told something him. like yeah. that, yeah. So well, um, he don't he don't care. So then Gangju ra- arrives at One Hill Bridge. And he runs under it and he's calling for Hyunseo. That, that, and, that kind um, of remind you almost of um I feel like it reminded me for some parts of um twenty-eight days later when he's wandering around in his hospital outfit like kind of thing. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely that like that like, reminded me of it. Yeah. Sort of run down interstitial spaces <laughs> yeah. where yeah, like yeah, yeah nobody really is mm-hmm. yeah like it's a busy city type of place but there's right. nothing there and right. it's it's everything seems a little off it, it just yeah. kind of reminded me of that yeah yeah definitely um so he's running under the bridge like calling for hyunseo and then hyunseo is laying down with the little boy and he's sick and he has a fever so she sneaks out of their tunnel, and the monster's asleep in the sewer with him. And she throws the beer can at it, but it doesn't wake up. No, it's out. So she tells the little boy, like, you stay here. Whatever happens, don't come out. Right. And she runs up the creature's back. That's pretty awesome. And she grabs the end of the clothing <laughs> rope yeah. that they couldn't reach before, 
And then we see her suddenly, like, we don't see her feet, right? She grabs she's the rope, she's there, dangling you, you there. Don't know, you don't know what's happening. Right. And then she just sort of raises <laughs> up and you realize, oh, God, the, the creature just stood up. Got her with the tail and wrapped her around her, yeah. And it, yep, wraps its tail around her. <laughs> right. Puts her back down the floor of the sewer without even waking up, really. Yeah. Um, and so she runs for the tunnel and thing comes after her. And then was that great shot of it when he's chasing them and he's about to like close his mouth on him and it cuts to the next scene, which it, is and like it so cuts good. To Gangdu yeah. getting to the sewer Love that, that. Hyunseo is in. Excellent. And he climbs down the clothing rope, but then the monster shows up above him with with her arm hanging out of its mouth. Mm-hmm. And so he immediately just starts pulling himself up again. Yeah. And Namju gets there and they follow the creature and they're yelling for Hyunseo. Um and then they get out, like, outside, and there's this huge protest against Agent Yellow, and people are wearing shirts yes, for, like, free gangdu. with him on it. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, it's so cute. God. I want that shirt so bad. You know, I would a, totally wear that. Oh, I guarantee you you could find that on, online somewhere. There's got to be somewhere I that would wear that. that shirt. Like, I would so wear that shirt. Do a search. There's um, got to yeah, Free some, gangdu. Someone's got to have that. So the monster shows up at the protest and the U.S. drops the Agent Yellow that everybody's protesting. And it just drops it on them. Jacks people up totally. Like, so the monster starts thrashing. Yeah. And Gangdu grabs his daughter's arm and he pulls her and the little boy out. Yep. And she's she's dead and he holds her and he cries. And Nam Il shows up as more Agent Yellow gets sprayed onto the creature. And people are, like, throwing up blood. Oh, it's Bleeding nasty. from their ears. Like hemorrhaging. Like, they're, they're yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's... They're, like, literally just, like, blood coming out of every orifice. But that's what that stuff does to it's, it's 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 awful. It's just, oh, my it's, God. Yeah, Agent Orange is. <laughs> oh, dude. Horrible, horrible nightmare. Um, And should never be used and never have been used. It's. No. Yeah. It Anyways. Um, so the Park family is crying over Hyunseo, and then, um, um, Gangdu grabs a sign, and he starts stabbing at the creature, yeah. and Nam Il throws Molotov cocktails at it. I love and watching that. Just the homeless man, yeah. the homeless man climbs up on the bridge above the creature and pours gasoline on it, and okay. it drinks the gasoline. Okay. So that was my question. This thing, like, enjoys drinking this gasoline, right? Or, or gas or, or whatever it is. Like, the monster enjoys it, right? I think it's just it, right? too dumb to know. It's like, it's like, like, oh, I'm uh... not in the water, and this is a liquid. Yum. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a stupid monster, obviously. But right. It's just, it's, it's oh, basically, man. it's a big, it's a big... Stupid dog. Mutated fish. Yeah, I mean. No, it's a mutated fish, basically. Well, like a, I mean, it's, it's like any, you know, animal that, well. Or like a I mutated don't. tadpole or something. Yeah, it's just stupid, whatever. Yeah, like it's, this is not like, and this is not like a mean, evil creature. It's just. Yeah, it just it, that's what it is. A dumb monster. Like. Right, it is, right. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just a dumb monster. So, <laughs> so uh, it drinks the gasoline. Namil tries to throw the last Molotov cocktail, but he drops it. Yeah. So Namju dips her arrow in the and flame. And then you know, that, that, that part reminded and me of- And that's her moment. I was thinking of like Robin Hood, the old joint with Kevin Costner when he shoots the, the arrows that are on fire. 
Well, and you know it has to work because it's her third try. Of of course. She's going, yeah. She's right. She's messed it it up twice. Right. This time she's got to do it. So she she, she pulls that arrow back in the bow. Yep. It's awesome. She (laughs) lets it fly and the monster goes up in flames. Yep. Love it. And it tries to get to the water. But Gangdu gets in front of it. He busts right the, around the, with this sign pole. Right around the corner, yeah, and he and he yeah he busts around him. the corner with this pole, and he just like right slams mouth. it down its throat. Yep, and he's like holding it, and like like being pushed back a little bit until it finally falls over dead. He like and holds I love when yeah. he lets go of the end of the pipe. He's got that like big circle mark yeah, on his he's hand. Got the, he's got the imprint in his hand. Been, it's been pushing all right onto his yep. hand. Yep, yeah, like a giant, um, bl- like a, like an instant blister. I love that. It's such a good like small way to show like, oh my god, that was that was really hard. Like yeah. that was insanely hard for him to do. That's crazy, right? Um, so now Gangju goes over to the little boy, and Namju holds Hyunseo, and the little boy wakes up, and Gangju carries him away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cut to, it's winter. At the shack, at the little food shack. Mm-hmm. And there's a photo of Gangdu and the little boy on the wall of the food shack. Mm-hmm. And um, Gangdu sees something outside and he picks up his rifle, but it's nothing. And the little boy's asleep on a mat on the floor. And Gangdu puts out the food, a little table, a little low table and food. And the little boy sits up and they sit on the floor and they eat their food. Chow down, yeah. And the TV is on and the news is talking about the recent crisis in Korea and the yeah. and the use of Agent Yellow and stuff. And right. and so, you know, um, Gangju's like, you know, do you want to watch something else? And the kid's like, turn it off so we can yeah, concentrate watch, on right. eating. Right. I don't want to watch this crap. <laughs> yeah. So we can concentrate on eating. So I, I saved this for the end because I didn't want to. And that's the end of the movie. But I saved this tidbit for the end because I I didn't want to do it until we got through all the footage. But some Mm -hmm. of the footage in the news shows is from the Iraq War. Oh, really? And apparently that was partially because Bong Joon-ho wanted to sort of satire the fact that Hmm. much like there was no virus, there also were no weapons of mass destruction. No WMDs? No weapons of mass destruction? So says Bong Joon-ho, at least. Um, But so, yeah, he was like trying. He was like playing on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We've been looking for those for a long time. Those weapons of mass destruction. My goodness. So the other thing that I found that I think is awesome, this film, it was at least until like at least until like 10 or so years ago, it was like the the biggest film in south korea like yeah for, it for was, a while uh, it was it was pretty big it was and pretty it was big. so huge that they built a statue of the creature oh, on awesome. the bank of the han river oh okay so if i ever go to south korea i'm gonna definitely make a stop okay that is on the, the list of places isn't that fantastic stop. that's pretty cool that's pretty cool so some some countries um respect their horror films at least if well, not okay. the u.s so if not hollywood i haven't seen it yet and i feel bad about it because i i hear about um train to busan is supposed to be phenomenal it's supposed to be a, a, a great zombie a great korean zombie movie i haven't seen it yet but I, I need to watch it they make good stuff there they do they make good movies yeah oh yeah, yeah definitely they do. they do yeah they make cool stuff yeah. um and good good scary movies yeah um this this was good i enjoyed it 
Um, it was it was very well just it was just well done. Um, the shots look really nice. The framing's good. The composition's good. Oh, some the of the composition is. Mwah. Yeah, you know, like it's just chef's kiss. Every Beautiful. shot just seems to work. The shaky stuff that you see from time to time is fine. It it, it totally works. Um, the cuts are good. Everything's tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just very good. Um, like the sewer is gross. You don't want to be in there. Like you feel yeah. like gross and dirty when you're watching it. The monster is he's nasty. Um, and, I don't. Well, and I, I would think never want to see that thing in person. The characters are so well fleshed out. Yeah, they're good, and they're so likable. Like they're just, and I just Gong like Du is a loser, and you love yeah. him. Yeah, these are just normal folks. These aren't people. This isn't some silly cast that no one cares about. And these that's are like real something. People. That's something that Bong Joon Ho does. Like yeah, he he, good. parasite. Um, I at the risk of it won't ruin it for you but um that's what we do here we ruin yeah we ruin things um but it's it's a lot about the the sort of war between lower and upper class Yeah, yeah um and i think he deals a lot with the more middle to lower class people and like they're giving them life and giving them personality and and telling their these stories about these real people who are not the Hollywood types that we see in a lot of movies. Yeah. You know? Yep. I think it's, it talks about a lot of stuff. It's interesting, you know, the whole mm-hmm. virus thing and, but it's not a virus and, you know, these cover-ups and these conspiracies and environmental stuff. It, it, it touches on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and it yeah, goes, I really enjoyed it. It was good. I think this movie is a lot more, than you expect it to be when you just know, oh, it's about a monster. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what Which I mean? Is, like you're like, oh, it's you're uh, like it's a monster movie, and then you're watching and you're like, oh, it's so much more than just a monster. It's a monster movie. It's a conspiracy yeah. movie. It's a yes. family drama. Yeah. It's you know, it's all yeah. these things, and that's pretty hard to do. I mean, God, you're making like three different movies in one. How about that? Mm-hmm, I mean, that crazy. Mm-hmm. That's that's really interesting. But yeah, that was very good. I I, I was I definitely was um. It was good, you know. The pacing was good. Like the the first part where the monster really shows up for the first time, you're kind of watching. You're like, "Oh man, this is really exciting!" And all these people are getting attacked, and those scenes mm-hmm, were great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was it was very good. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I I would definitely recommend watching it. It was very good. So next up, we are doing a special Q and A for our fiftieth episode, and guys, man. it's going to be live on Friday the thirteenth. So that is. Next Those of week you that have listened to us ramble 49 times, you get to listen yes. to it a 50th. Wow. Yep. One All more right. time. We'll wow. keep going for you. But so keep, keep listening after that too. <laughs> yeah. Keep yeah. Please no. don't stop with the 50th no, episode. No, no. We aren't going to stop with the 50th no. episode. So don't you either stick right. with us. It's going to get bigger. It's going to get better. I can't guarantee that, but that's what I think. Um, and yeah, so we'll be on YouTube at uh, I believe 8 PM, right, Matt? Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that's, on Friday, May 13th on our YouTube seven, channel. That's 7 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Mountain, 5 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock in Alaska. So and if you're in Hawaii, 2 p.m., I believe. Holy. Sorry about that. But, I wanted to give you all your time zones. <laughs> but 8 Eastern. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then all those other times. I, wa- I want everyone to know. 
8 p.m. It's in the it's in the evening, not in the no. morning. Nope. We're not getting up that early. Nope. Nobody's getting up that early for this. Nope. nope. Um, and we're gonna be uh, doing a Q and A, so you can like put your questions in the chat in YouTube, and we'll answer them. We're gonna be talking about our careers as filmmakers and how we got involved in this stuff, and it's just gonna be a fun old time. Yeah, it'll be so, good. So yeah. So join us for that. Um, it'll be live again on May 13th, which is a Friday. We love it. We love it. We love Friday the 13th. Yeah. So much here on this podcast. So uh, let me remind you, please subscribe, follow the podcast, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever the heck you're listening. Follow us rate and review so people know about us and they can find us and uh, don't forget to send us your movie suggestions your thoughts on movies we've watched so far whatever you want to say to us just don't be mean please mm-hmm. at the scary movie project at gmail.com and you can also follow us on facebook and instagram at the scary movie project peace out in one word would i use dope nope <laughs> The Scary Movie Project podcast is produced by Tara Garwood and Matt Lulich. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.